Why am I a piece me? of shit? Yeah, I can hear you. No, Discord. It said it's not picking up anything from the mic. It said because it's a piece of shit. Oh. Alright. Well, this is going to be... Uh... Oh, square it up, man. Did you get a haircut? Yeah, like a month ago. Oh, shit. It's, I got a haircut on the last episode. Oh, I didn't notice. Well, you've been Obviously. having it back every episode, so it's hard to tell. Having it... What? Like, when you had it long, you had it back. So it took me forever to uh, notice it was long, so I guess fair it's enough. reasonable to assume that it was still that way. No. It's cut off. That's the only way to make mead, is with honey. That's... There's no... no... It, I've, like, I've drank, like, blackberry and blueberry, all kinds yes, of Yes, but... Honey mead, like mead is the sh the primary sugar in the fermentation is always honey. If it's a blackberry mead, then technically it's a melomel and it's added after, but the primary sugar for fermentation is always honey. That's what makes it a mead. Alright, whatever, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Hey, shovel in big ass glass. That I've been drinking since six thirty, so it's gonna be one half of a list of liquor episode. <clears throat> awesome. Fucking lit. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see. Do 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 do. Let's, let's. I can transfer. This is much more complicated. All right. Transition. Cameras are live. I can exit studio mode like a pro. Alright, so now we're all fucking pretty and shit. Look at us. Alright, you you all set and ready and shit? You good to go? I guess. Alright, so... Alright. In five, four, three... Hi, and welcome to The RPG Show. My name is Brent, I'm your host, and with me today I have Nick, so happy to be here. Gantner, what's happening, brother? Uh, nothing much. Happy to be here. That's that's what I thought you were. That's why I just, that's why I let everybody know, because you're super excited. Um, what am I not? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't You don't have to be aggressive about it. You don't have to be aggressive. Yeah, I do. 
That's true. <clears throat> so, uh, for those new here, this is a show we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. Except for today, because we're going to talk about some of our favorite non-RPG genres and some of the games in them. So, you guys voted, and uh, that's what we got. Now, it was technically a tie, but we chose. We, we inputted our own votes. We get tiebreaker. We get tiebreaker uh, between this and a current state of RPGs. So, that will be on the the vote for next time but thanks to the no less than six or yeah six let me see i can pull it up right here there's you guys are assholes let's see one two three five post malone jokes in the other response category i appreciate that um i assume that was 100 percent blaine but uh Thanks, I guess. You should uh, read the, read the jokes and see if they're any good. All right, let's let's pull them up. I got them right here. All right, so uh, this is just topics for a show. Apparently, the impact of White Iverson made on the music industry. All right, so you're trying to be legit there. It, it only goes downhill. Um, <laughs> and then it's a uh, why is it a rat? A uh, white rapper can branch out from rapping, but a black one gets made fun of. Attempting uh, ex- example, Little Wayne playing the guitar. Andre 3000, etc. And then we go from there to why would anyone willingly make their teeth gold? Then uh, tattoos on the face for or against and cornrows on a white guy. What the fuck? So uh, I appreciate all of those responses. Uh, Again, I assume they're all Blaine (laughs) because he won't let that joke die. Jesus Christ. Uh, He won't. He's a... He's like one of those. Uh, he's a fun guy. So he just uh, onto that dead material and feeds off of it, grows on it. Speaking of Blaine, I know it's kind of been like a thing in the community recently. Like without going into a whole bunch of stuff, but his his wife's been going through some shit. She came through uh, yesterday. Uh, good. Right now she's 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 in recovery, and we we here at the RPG show wish them uh, all the best, and hope hopefully. Um, that trend continues forward. So, um, good for them. Indeed. Um, let's see. I guess I can do this now. I want to go. We can go ahead and get this out of the way at the top of the show. Um, the review we got. <clears throat> the review we got, which I should have had up here, because I want to think. I always like to think new reviews, right? Um, let's see. But while uh, I should have had this up because I'm good at this. What are you? How, how are you coming along in Fire Emblem there, Nick? Um, I got to the island where you get Wrath. Cool. Yeah. So, so you're doing pretty good. That's not bad. I, mean, I got another two weeks, so I'll be done with it for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I crushed it. Uh, boy. So, new review from Gregorio Brochinski. Guys, great. Love the fantastic banter between you two and love you bring to RPGs. Also love how hilarious and just a bit racist guys you guys can be. Funny show. <laughs> Jesus <with> great, Christ. <laughs> great insight. I've been listening to the show for a year now, and I look forward to how many uh, many more classic oh. reviews from both of you. I, look, that is 100% Nick's fault, okay? Like, they keep bringing up the racist thing, and it's all your fault. You piece of shit. Uh, but you know, I'm not really, I'm not really racist though. You're, just, I don't, I don't really think you're. I say you shit are. for laughs. Yeah, but there are certain things you can't say for laughs anymore in this this modern day. You know what I'm saying? Like people get a little but touchy. I will say whatever the fuck I want, and <sighs> you can like it or not. 
Jesus. And then until I get blacklisted from everything. Man, Jesus. I haven't said anything. I only really said I'm on this liquor. That's true. That's true. So it's, a, it's. I guess it's a good thing that I'm the only one drinking tonight. So. Oh man, but uh, thanks for the re- review, uh, Gregorio, if that is your real name. And um, I, I somehow don't think Brochinski is. No, Brochinski seems like a, like a made up name. Uh, but. So, non RPG. So, how do you want to do this? You just kind of want to go like you want to kind of like throw out some genres, take forth like back and forth, throwing out some favorite genres, talk about some games in there, or you you got like something in mind? What do you, how you want to how you want to float this boat, motherfucker? I mean, that's uh, that's what I was thinking of. Just be like, all right, do you have a favorite platformer, and what is it? Talk about it. I have it. so many platformers, man. Do you have a favorite platformer? Uh, I mean, I've got a favorite series. That's really how. I work. Okay. Like I don't have usually a favorite game. I have like a favorite series in a genre. Sure. Uh, and for platformers, it's definitely got to be Mega Man X. Oh yeah, because you've been playing that recently. How's that been going for you? Uh, well, I played the first four on the Legacy Collection, and it's pretty much just how I remembered it would be. Four is my favorite, uh, followed by one, two, and three. Uh, but I'm hesitant to do the second Legacy Collection because. I'm thinking maybe five and six are going to be the, the only decent ones because I remember seven and eight being fucking trash. Mm-hmm. As soon as they went to 3D, they're just like, we don't know what we're doing. Let's yeah. just fucking ruin this. And they did. But if I were to guess, I'd say yours is probably Crash Bandicoot, isn't it? Oh, man. It's probably Crash Bandicoot, but that's because I have uh, the most hours probably in a Crash Bandicoot because I've uh, 100%ed like Warped and Cortez and I don't remember 100%ing the first one but definitely 2 and 3 um, but just about any of the, the big platformers in on like the PS1 era I was way into so like Rayman, Gex Spyro, Crash Bandicoot all of them I played quite a bit of um, but I always loved the Mario game. I haven't really like Odyssey has been my first step back into Mario games since I'd say like I guess what was Sunshine maybe because I didn't care for Sunshine um at all really. But you know Mario sixty four was good. Super Mario Brothers three, Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario World. All these are great platformers. Um, but I really. I really played a ton of the the PS1 era platformers, but um, just a good platformers always always got me though. Like I mean, anytime you know, you, if it's not overly like uh, super hard, so like uh, like I don't want to say that like some of the newer like where they try and meet like uh, these Metroidvania with with almost like this. Uh, super difficult like curve i'm not really into the games where you're supposed to die like a million times like give me you know two or three fuck ups in a place learn how to make my little thing that's fine like super meat boy while i can i can like that's a that's a cool game that's not for me like i'm not supposed to die a million times like i just get mad and if i'm getting mad then my blood pressure's getting high and my heart can only handle so many so many times of that in my lifetime so i figure why waste it on a video game like that yeah the best part about Super Meat Boy is like the levels are, if you do it right, like maybe 
30 seconds long max, but then you spend so much, fu- like, you spend, like, an hour getting to the last fucking jump. Well, yeah, it's like a series of less than a dozen jumps generally gets you through a level of Super Meat Boy, but finding, like, the timing on those ten jumps can take you an hour, an hour and a half, and that's not what I'm about. Like, you know, I'm not necessarily saying, like, give it to me, like, hand feed it to me and make it super easy, but there's, like, a there's like a sweet middle ground for me that uh, that I'll, I'll waste way too much time in. So, uh, Fair enough. Platformers are are near and dear. I had a whole list here, and then I got really sort of tired of listing things. Um, see if I have any in here. Of course, the Mega Man games are awesome. Uh, you know, I'm I'm I've said it before. Like I'm a huge fan of Sonic as well. So, um, Sonic Mania. You can never play. really get into Sonic. Like I understand the appeal of it, but the levels were always. Like what you see on the screen was always too small for me, and the game was moving too fast, and it felt like I wasn't really playing a game as much as I was just jumping like across obstacles and trying to get to the end as fast as possible. And like I'm not really, I don't find the this gameplay engaging enough to warrant me spending enough time in this. So. I mean, I guess I can see that. Um... That got worse as the Sonic games went on. Like, in in the Sonic games, there's always multiple paths, right? Like, you got, like, an upper path, a middle path, and a lower path, and sometimes there's some backtracking around or whatever. But you really have multiple paths to choose, but that's kind of why um, I enjoyed them, I guess, because you're playing through, and generally you could beat it, you know, fairly fast, but then the second time you play, you might not make a jump, and you discover like this old other like half of a level. Um, it just added more replayability to it, especially you know when like I didn't get, I didn't break out of having anything past like a Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Like I didn't get like a PS One until wow, like two thousand five, two thousand six, like all star our sophomore year was the first year I had like a PS1. So I God had a, I had a huge period of time where I'm playing Super Nintendo and Genesis games and so that meant like Super Mario World while a great Mario game that is the exact f- same fucking game every time you play it. Sonic was not the same game every time I played it. Which was, there was just more to the levels for me to do. Like, you know, like I could be like, alright, well I'm definitely not going to try and just go through the fat, what I've determined to be the fast run. I'm going to see if I can stay on top of everything this time. I, like, uh, apparently there's like a whole other, like, thing down here. You know, there's, I don't know. I just, I just enjoyed Sonic, I mean. Okay. And that could, be, that. that could be just because I spent more time with my Genesis hooked up than I did my Super Nintendo. So that could be just down to that, you know? Like, because uh, I'll... Because controversial uh, choice here, but my favorite Castlevania game... All right, so we're not including Symphony of the Night uh, because that's that's a whole other animal. That's not even, like, remotely close to a traditional Castlevania game. We're talking about, like... Your traditional Castlevania games, Bloodlines was always my favorite. And I know that's a controversial statement, but that's because I had my Genesis hooked up more and I played more games on it. So, 
bloodlines. I always enjoyed it. It's it's fun. You can choose the two different people. You can do whatever you got to do. So super cool. All right. I guess is a uh, people are not gonna like me very much for this, but I haven't played very much Castlevania. I think I played like an hour of Symphony of the Night, and then I played Order of Ecclesia, and uh, maybe Harmony of Despair. If that's what it was called, whatever the fuck was on like Xbox 360 and PS3. I don't know. But yeah, um, they're okay. I mean, Symphony of Night's where you want to be. Like, that's, I guess, widely regarded as like the pinnacle of like Castlevania. After that, you kind of go downhill. And it was way cooler earlier on because it was much more of a. I don't know. It's just a different type of. Like, you didn't have games like that where there's just blood and gore and, and. fighting just waves of demonic bullshit that wasn't frou-frou'd up. You know what I'm saying? Like, So yeah, Castlevania, gotcha. like, as the gaming industry matured, like, Castlevania kind of faded into those bushes like that, that Homer Simpson gif. So. Okay. Um, what else uh, you got? I got two more, I guess, platformers that I really liked uh, that I was thinking about while you are talking. Uh, Mischief Makers. Okay. And the Donkey Kong Country series, I guess mainly like two and three. Country's good. I mean, uh, did so. Have you played any of the, like the uh, like the Rayman Gex, or I'd even throw like uh, Abe's Odyssey in that same sort of style. Yeah, I think I rented Abe's Odyssey one time from Blockbuster, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, this is different, uh, and then probably never rented it again. Uh, I did have Gex. Enter the Gecko, I think. That's the third one, I think. Mm. Well, because whatever, was whatever it, was one it... starts off when you're like going through different TVs. All and right, shit. hold on. Was it 3D? No, it was. 2D. Okay, then it was then it was one or two because um one a uh, three they went 3D. So, but what was number one that had the old school PS1 cases that looked like the uh, it's VHS? probably the first one. Yeah, because it uh. Gex is, I don't know, like, Gex is, I think they got the humor right in Gex for me, where uh, the Abe's Odyssey games are kind of, okay, it's funny, it's passing gas, and, like, I don't know, like, it was it was uh, funny, but not in a ha-ha, like, Gex made me laugh, man, that dude was stupid, um, so... It was chock full of pop culture references, too, right? Yeah, no, a ton of them, a ton of them, and he just quipped the whole time, like, just non-stop, just quips. So, I don't know, it just worked for me at the time. I was way into Gex. Uh, not, you know, top tier, but it, I didn't own it. It was one of those ones I rented a ton. As, uh, if I didn't see anything interesting, grab Gex. Let's go with that. Okay. Because uh, I think I told the story on the show before where um, where I grew up, there was a rental store, like, kind of halfway between the nearest grocery store and our house. So, it was... Once or twice a week, we were in the rental store. So it was, you know, I could always get a game when we went to the rental store. So I wasn't paying for it. So I don't know if he, you know, was robbing my parents blind the number of times they fucking rented these games. But I was, you know, I was renting games two, three times a week. Easy. So. Happened. Um, you got any other genre? What, what genre comes next to you that uh, is something that you, you play a lot of? Um, well, I haven't played all of it recently, but I did uh, when I was younger, and I said it'd be like arena shooters. 
Marine shooters, give me an example. Like GoldenEye 007. Oh, obviously, yes. Uh, like uh, Duke Nukem uh, Zero Hour. Can we? Uh, is Twisted Metal like an arena shooter? Because it feels like it is just with cars. I mean, I guess it's a hybrid. Like it's uh, an arena shooter slash racing. Thing, yeah, no, right? I'm just, I'm just... Well, I don't know. Maybe it is just an arena shooter. It's just got a car aesthetic instead of uh, people walking around. Mm-hmm. That just hit me. That I didn't, I didn't mean to bring up Twist. I mean, I like Twisted Metal, but that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, no, like, oh man, the summer's playing GoldenEye split screen on a TV that's way too fucking small, man. That brings back memories. Yeah, fuck Oddjob. Whoever did that, you, you, get, you get the right to punch him in the fucking nose. I don't know. See, alright, so I don't know how well GoldenEye holds up these days. Have you played GoldenEye in a hot minute? No. I, that'd be one I'm afraid doesn't hold up because we've gotten in modern gaming so used to the dual joystick shooter controls, right? That playing anything that's not that is jarring. Because we've just, because you pick up a shooter now, you know how to hold your hand and you basically know what button's gonna do without without having to think too much, right? Yeah, like, unless they do some stupid shit and switch like grenade throws and zoom. And the and first thing you do is you go into those those settings and see if you can change that to like your standard R2 L2 uh left stick, right stick configuration, right? Like that's yeah. the first thing. If somebody does anything outside of the norm, is you go to see if you can change that. Uh and so like playing something like GoldenEye, or even I picked up Red Faction 2, which is one of my favorite shooters from the PS2 um, on the PSN store, because it showed up as a PSN as part of the Flash sale, and I loaded it up, and the control scheme was so wonky that it took, like, I, it, I had to, like, put it down and come back to it when I was ready to figure it out. Because Damn. it was so off. Like, because they did this thing where they inverted like uh, the up down but not the left right if you get what I'm saying on the camera yeah. on the, it's, it's like no what are, you, what are you doing like just stop I don't know what anybody's fascination with inverting these axes ever was like there's no need for that so you're not playing a fucking uh, a flight sim no stop. no absolutely not so in in the flight sim it kind of makes sense because you can kind of like wrap your head around like the doing shit with mechanics. But this is your looking up. Like why should I press down to look up? Yeah. Um, kind of thing. And I get some people are into that, but it it threw me way the fuck off. Cause well, those uh, people are wrong. Man, I did you ever play Red Faction two? No. Oh my god, we had so much fun playing Red Faction 2 through PS2 um, back in the day, because it was one of the first games that had these destructible environments, right? So, like, most walls, if you fire a, a grenade at it, you're going to put a hole in the wall. And okay. for a PS2, for, like, early PS2, I think, that's that was pretty fucking rad. And one of the multiplayer maps is a capture the flag map, and all it is is you're a valley. There's a fort on one side, and a fort on this side, on you know, just a fort on each side, just a wall, walkways. Uh, there's really, there's like a killing field in the middle, right? It's just pure killing field in the middle. And by the end of the map, like each fort is just 
basic structure. Like none of the walls are left. They've all been blown out. Like it is, it is 100% chaos, especially if you got the multi-tap and you're playing with as many people as you can. Like we even one time, like I set up like a local land so we could play like eight people on the, uh, like right there in, in, in the same house. And it was just intense because it's just, we had to make like home rules where it's like, if you pick up the rocket launcher, you're getting kicked in the nuts because it's the kind of map where like, if you've got a rocket launcher, you're God. And and so it's like just that kind of stuff. Um, And the story was pretty fun too. I played through the campaign several times on that one. So red faction two is, I think it's still pretty good. All right. Well, I probably have purchased it if it was on sale. I'll probably check it out. It's, 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 it's this weird dystopic, future thing i don't know the the new red faction games went way off from where that was but you know it is what it is did you ever play quake yes i've played played quake not a lot but i i you know it was one of those first things i picked up on pc because it's what everybody was like oh pc's for playing quake you know it's yeah. like oh, okay this is because i had played unreal tournament before i played quake so okay. i was like ah, i'd rather play unreal tournament you know what I'm saying? So in Unreal I Tournament, Unreal Tournament, funny enough, is my first foray into being interested in making video games, right? Because Unreal Tournament, even the early ones, came with the Unreal Engine editor. So like even as early as like, I don't know if it was 2K. What was before 2K? I don't remember. But you could spend, I spent hours just like fucking around with maps, like learning scripting in the thing and all this other stuff that prepared me for when I actually started taking classes and programming was all kind of like I had been playing around with stuff in early uh, Unreal Engines. Because they, okay. they used to, they came, like, I don't know if it was a full blown version of Unreal Engine. It's been a hot minute, but they came with that editor early on and you could do all that kind of like physics scripting and all that kind of stuff in those in those um, early versions Damn. of those games. So, Unreal Tournament will always hold a kind of special place in my heart as far as, as far as that goes. But I never had like internet, so I couldn't play online multiplayer until much later. Like so, I'm just kind of blindly finding my way through that stuff. Um, so it is what it is. Well, I don't think most of that stuff got really big until PS3, Xbox 360 era anyway. Yeah, that's true. Like, I know the PS2 had that, like, hard drive edition you can get, and then you could go online. But you... I don't know that there are many games that let you do that anyway, so... Well, like, so I had a PC... Uh, worthy of playing, you know, games like that early on uh, enough. Like I, I, you know, it's one of those things I nickel and dime till I could I could pay for, and uh, so I mean it was always one of those bummer things for me because I had games like Unreal Tournament, uh, Warcraft Three, uh, Civs, uh, the. Starcraft RTS, Jedi Outcast, all these games that had these multiplayer functionality in them that I could oh. never play. Gotcha. You know, it's just kind of looking like, like you're just going. I guess nice I can. I guess I can yeah. generate a map with AI, and that sounds like fun. Yeah, it sucks to be you because playing like Warcraft Two, 
uh, yeah. and doing fucking paintball with people was the best fucking shit ever. You missed out, man. Yeah, no, I missed a ton of that. That early, those early days of like multiplayer, like I totally one hundred percent missed the early days of multiplayer. Multiplayer for me was as many people as we could fit in a room playing on a couch. And I guess that's why to this day I still think that couch multiplayer is some of the best fun you'll have in a video game and I'm sad that it's not as much of a thing anymore. At the same time, split screen sucks. And yes. I don't know how much more split screen I want to play in my life, but it just it's now that we have bigger TVs and access to bigger TVs for cheap, it kind of depresses me that split screen's gone away. Like kids these days won't know nothing about no four-way split screen on a 22-inch CRT. Okay, like they won't fucking know. You know, like well, even today I was doing some split screen a couple weeks ago with Nicole, and like I'm like, fuck, this the size of this is not gonna work for me. I can't do this, and. But it's almost like I forgot my roots, like going back to having those small ass TVs, small ass CRTV with fucking four people playing a little. You get like a five inch fucking box to look oh, at yeah. your screen on. It's like I got a bigger screen on my PSP than I got mm-hmm. than I had to play split screen multiplayer with. And that's like that's sitting far away from the TV. I can put the PSP up to my face if I can't see something, you know. Uh, so, I mean, that's couch multiplayer is just a thing of the past, at least in the split screen capacity. Like, there's, you know, party games like, you know, trivia games, and I'm sure, you know, uh, Nintendo's still working on the couch multiplayer front with things like Mario Kart, and I'm sure the new Mario Party, and making the Joy-Cons on the Switch individual controllers and all that, all that shit. Um, so, it's just, it's just a whole other, it's a whole other game these days well there's uh some indie people doing stuff that uh combines everybody's actions on a single screen like crawl yeah uh, but i mean it's a lot of i like a lot of the concepts that come out for uh like uh couch co-op or whatever have you experiences but i don't have people to play with so i wish a lot of these devs would be willing to take the time to develop some net code to allow people to play together regardless of the, the, their presence in the, the same room. I mean, I, I feel you. Like, in, I guess I can, I can understand the sentiment there where it's like you always feel like you got a new game and it's like, oh yeah, it's got this couch co-op. That sounds like fun. And then you're like looking around like, hmm. Like I live three hours away from somebody who I would be able to play co-op with. Or it's like it's it like sucks. I can only play a game with my wife so many times, bruh, before I'm like, ah, I need someone that can play a game. Yeah. Like we uh on C-Tan's request or recommendation, we picked up the Jackbox games because every now and then we got people around the house and I like having trivia stuff. And they're fun, super fun. But uh I can only kick my wife's ass so many times in trivia before I'm like, hmm. Gotta find something else to do. Well, can you uh, stream the Jackbox and have people play with you? Yeah, I think there's an online multiplayer on that, but I don't. I don't like playing trivia games with strangers. Well, I meant like you could have people on the like fans of the show, like myself and maybe everybody else, do it at the same time. That seems like a thing we could do. Do that for one off-topic episode or something. 
we'll think about it. We'll figure it out. All right. Um. So what I mean, what other uh, you got any? What what sort of titles in in the arena shooter genre are your are your big go tos? Uh, I mean, really, just Quake, and then uh, I liked Duke Nukem Zero Hour and shit a lot because I I was the only one that was any good at it. Yeah. I wasn't very good at the Golden uh, Golden Eye game because everybody else it was like it was one of those situations where I had Duke Nukem, so I played a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy would have uh, Goldeneye, and we'd only ever play at the uh, YS mm-hmm. on post. Uh, so people would like bring whatever game they had, and we'd take turns swap them out. And I'd always kick ass at Duke Nukem, and then people would get pissed off and like we're playing something else. So they'd pop in Goldeneye and I'd get my ass kicked. That's like uh, so, my my first experience uh, with Halo. Okay, I should you not, and this is just a fond memory of mine. Never b- played uh, Halo before in my life. Okay, and they brought it to school. Like it was one of those days at school where there, we had nothing to do, so we hooked up uh, Xbox to one of the projectors and we were playing Halo in class. And it was like, yeah, you know, man, y'all did this the the really <laughs> shitty way. In my school, everybody just pre-installed it on every fucking computer on the network, and when the teacher wasn't looking, everybody loaded up. Halo when we all played at the same time. Uh, well, we were playing on a, on a 360 on a big ass projector. It was in the. Uh, it's actually in one of the. the uh, I guess the room they used. It's it's it, they called it like theater production, but it was technically like shop. And so it was one of the big rooms with like the huge projection screens. So we played on that, and it was like one of these things where it's if you come in first, you don't give up your controller, right? Yeah. Well. We played for like four rounds, and I hadn't given up my controller yet. So they got pissy and made me give up my controller. It's like, well, I can't help it if you guys are fucking bad. Like, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> like, I'm not even good at these types of games, and you guys are just really bad. I can't help it that I'm like going straight for the sword and then murdering you for thirty minutes. Like, uh, what do you want? So you gotta uh, learn how to play the game. Uh, speaking of like Halo, um, and we just finished. Uh, do you have any favorite like party games? Uh, Mario Party is okay. Can't stand Smash Brothers. I would say probably Diddy Kong Racing, if that counts as a party racing game. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Mario Party. Like, uh, just just deeply. It's it's just uh, Mario Party Two is probably the best. Mario Party 3 is pretty close, but they kind of get, like, anything past that when you get into, like, 4 and 5, they start introducing way too many mechanics, and 1's kind of too basic. So 2 and 3 is kind of like that sweet spot where there's enough mechanics, there's enough stuff going on, it's always fun. And, of course, uh, to me, like, oh. the evolution of that is Dokupon Kingdom. I was going to say, I'll tell you my favorite one is actually Dokupon Kingdom. If you've never played Dokupon Kingdom, <laughs> I think it might actually be kind of hard to get your hands on these days I, I haven't looked at it in a minute but last time I looked it wasn't super available for the Wii um, but uh, Dokupon Kingdom is way fun it's technically an RPG party game so people of the, in this crowd uh, should really enjoy it like you level up you gain spells you, do, you have classes you do your thing and it's all on this board where you're taking cities and getting resources my only problem with the game 
and and this is part of the reason like it it's it breaks friendships is the game starts to like if you're in the lead the game actively works against you like the rng will start to to shift and all these things work so that like a person in the lead cannot snowball out into the lead and that's all fine if you're in last place or not in first place it's like that Mario Kart thing where if you feel like you made all the right choices, it wasn't about necessarily getting lucky, but you're playing right, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 no. The game's like, no, you're not gonna, you can't, you've, you've come out the out the gate too strong. You're going to lose now. You should have stayed in second place until right up till the end and snatched victory out of somebody else's hands. Like it does have that going for it, but. Well, it's also got this mechanic where where you're in last place, and oh, yeah, the game the actively yeah. it it'll actively give you the power to just take anybody who's not a fucking AI player because the AI player cheats like a motherfucker. Oh, they always sorry. get like if when the dark dude whatever the fuck it's we're called, we're way selling that, this game. We're selling this game just to the to the peak, Nick. To people that are fucking masochists, you, you'll love this shit. Or if you're a sadist, you'll love fucking with people and ruining friendships. I haven't friendships. finished that many games of Dokoban. It is fun to play, but you'll never finish one because they're like a million turns long. Well, it's like you get you start on one board, and then you finish a certain amount of days, or you accomplish the goal, then you open up another board, mm-hmm. and you accomplish that goal, you open up another board, and I think there's like five or six boards you, you have to go through. You go through new zones, like an RPG. It's an RPG party game. And there's like a casino. There's and dungeons in the you can house. go into. Uh, but yeah, like when you're the dark dude, uh, you you literally if you land on somebody's spot, you fight them. You've got like max stats, the best gear in the game, and then you kill somebody, you destroy all their shit. Um, but if if you're playing with AI, it seems like they always get the perfect role to land on a city where they you can't get attacked by the dude, and it's like this isn't fucking fair. Because I'm in first place and now my shit, my butthole is getting ripped open, and it's not fun anymore. I was winning, and now I'm in last place. I don't like this. It happens. So, I mean, yeah, but Dokupon Kingdoms out there, big fan of Mario Party. Um, most like I don't know something about like having a party around a game. Like even if the game's kind of shit, like uh, you know. We had a ton of fun with like WrestleMania 2000 back in the day. It's not a good game, but we had fun. Like it's just it just back to that couch co-op, man. There's something about having a bunch of people around playing a thing. Infinite, infinite fun. Yeah, we made uh, our parents buy the multi-tap for the PS1 for one of those fucking wrestling games. It had like Sting in it and shit. And Probably uh, that's Macho Man, like Randy Savage, and... WCW Mayhem or something like that. Same uh, at that time. Maybe I don't know, but. It wasn't a very good game, but it was fun beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, no, the, the, those early wrestling games, they're not, honestly, they're not great. But something about, like, they all had the innate ability to make custom characters, and it just, something about, uh, the, just, it just seems like, more so than any other type of game, like, the aggression you could get out in a wrestling game was much higher than any other genre of party game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, you just get so fucking, it's like, I'm kicking you in the face, I'm kicking you in the face, I'm kicking you in the face. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good time. Um, 
multiplayer. Now I know you're not into like a lot of sports games, right? Like that's not that's not your deal. No. But like I don't like realistic racing sims either. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm gonna talk about. Like I'm not into like every now and then I'll play one. Like it, I got nothing against it, but they're not the pinnacle of gaming experience. Now, what I do like, and I wish would make a solid comeback, are games like NFL Blitz, MLB Slugfest, uh, NBA Street. These games that aren't—they take realism and throw them out the window. I enjoyed immensely uh, coming up. Like we played a ton of NFL Blitz. Uh, Slugfest was a little less because none of us are really big into baseball. But, like, <clears throat> NBA Street, me and my brother played a ton of NBA Street on the GameCube. Like, it's just, there's something fun about taking it, taking the realism and just throwing it away and creating a more arcade-type experience out of it, if you ask me. Okay. That um, made these things fun. Because one of my favorite games... Uh, I would say top 10, like if you're going to have the console either for a Super Nintendo or a Genesis, is NBA Jam. Like it's a fucking basketball game, but you're on fire, man. And you're yeah. running, like, there's something fun about taking sports games and making this arcade experience out of it. This Whenever I played that, I always was the werewolf character. Yeah, no, like stuff like that is just amazing. Just take this this mundane experience that people most often want to go for realism and just cranking that bitch up to 11 making it ridiculous and it makes it just so much fun um especially for me because like i said i played a ton of blitz ton of slugfest ton of man me and my brother played so much nba street like oh my god i don't even like basketball that much but we played so much nba street just because we had fun like i just it's something you can sit around and play man Plus, sports games, not split screen. So, yeah. Bonus. I think the only sports games I remember playing are like Blood Bowl, and it was on mm-hmm. uh, maybe Super Nintendo or Genesis, whenever those, one of those ones. And then I had a lot of the Backyard series on PC. So, like Backyard Football, Backyard Baseball, Backyard Soccer and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I grew out of those real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, NBA Jam, we had. Like a ton of fond memories playing playing NBA Jam until you know you start hearing birds chirping outside, uh, you know just stuff like that. Um, what are some other genres you got for me? Hmm. Uh, I, got, I got one. Yeah, okay. I I'm a huge fan of strategy games. Uh, going way back to the Nintendo. Now- like what kind of what kind of strategy you talk about? Like real time, or you talk about grid based, or um, so I like some real time strategy games. So like uh, I haven't played too many new ones. Like I wasn't big into StarCraft two, like Age of Empires three. Kind of no, that's that's all kind of too recent for me. But some of the older ones, so Age of Empires one and two, StarCraft, Warcraft one, two, and three. Um. Or kind of like the extent, uh, of course, there was two RTSs I played that were StarCraft RTSs. So you had, uh, like, Battlegrounds or something like that that was basically Age of Empires but reskinned Star Wars stuff. Um, and then there was Force Commander, which was kind of like this 3D-based 
you went from planet to planet and you sort of deployed units. It was it was an RTS, but not in the typical gather a bunch of resources kind of RTS way um, that I played a bit of. But uh, and typically, I am more a turn-based strategy type person, but I will play an RTS. It's just strategy games in general um, I, I, I do enjoy playing. Okay. But uh, my my love for strategy games goes way back to the Nintendo, uh, playing a game that I don't think enough people talk about because it actually was a came out as like a Commodore sixty four game. But I don't know how people have heard of this game. Apparently, it's highly regarded, but I've never heard anyone talking about. It. That's Mule. All right, M dot U dot L dot E dot. Um, it is a space colonization sim strategy game where you have these these units and you set them to work and you have this grid and you're um it was recently released on the ios and like uh, actually probably a few years ago now but it's it's surprisingly advanced for a game so old where you're monitoring the value of certain like uh minerals and things you can harvest on these these foreign planets you're building structures like it's it's I don't know. Like I, I, I find it not nearly talked about enough as as many hours as I put into to Mule as a kid. But I've played each of the Civ games, going all the way back to Civ One through the the most current. I have s- stupid hours in Civ Two and Civ Three. Um, a lot of these. Uh, I, the the one bag bandwagon I haven't gotten onto is a lot of these new like. Uh, procedurally generated, what do they call them? Forex uh, games? Is that it, the term? I think I know what you're talking about. Where, where like, uh, like they kind of take the Civ model, but then they, like, blow it way out of proportion where you could invest, like, a million hours in these things. They, they came from, like, space, like, sci-fi type titles, and now there's, like, fantasy titles based around them. Like, I forget what the... Is it 5K? I don't know what the term is. And it's it's fucking failing me. Um, but I haven't really jumped in that bandwagon yet. Um, but strategy games, I'm a huge fan of strategy games. Uh, it looks like it's 4X. Like they got like Stellaris, Alpha Centauri. Yes, so 4X games, really not my... Uh, I haven't jumped in. It doesn't say I don't like them because I haven't played any of them. Well, this says uh, the Civ 5 and 6 are Technically... 4X. Technically, yes, but I don't think they're as in-depth as some of these other cats are. Uh, like, some of the more indie titles are, uh, I mean, like, one match can take you... Like, shit like Dwarves or whatever the fuck that is? Like, like uh... RPG hours to do one match type thing. Uh, I don't really like those kind of games. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with, like, StarCraft and WarCraft, but that's really all I can do for real-time strategy. When you get bored? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I pre- I vastly prefer turn based though. Like I really like Age of Wonders the series, and uh, Heroes of Might and Magic, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. But you don't like games like Civ or uh, no, like or Age of Mythology, Age of whatever the fuck, uh, that shit. Like Age of Mythology know, was this... like an Age of Empires game. That was that was an RTS. Yeah, I don't fucking I can't stand that shit. You don't like RTS. I don't like RTS, and I don't like uh, 4X. I don't know 
it's maybe it's uh the like the, the, the theme of it can't really say for sure i've never really gotten the sieve don't like like sim city and shit either oh man uh, fucking can't stand that those kind of games one There's of nothing... the one of the best and in my opinion bang for your buck titles you can get for like a 16-bit console especially the super nintendo with the prices of super nintendo going through the roof is sim city for the super nintendo man like i fucking love that game so much i'll tell you word for it nicola's that shit too and she played the hell out of it and i'm uh not for me not like for i'm me. not into like the sims but sim city up to like sim city 2000 when he got too micromanagey for me i was out um because i'm not like all right i don't need to set up the water infrastructure and like designate traffic lights and all the, no thanks uh, but that does bring me to a, uh, an obsession of mine for a few years there. Haven't touched them in a long time, but when they were big, I was into them like the the whole tycoon thing. Like so, you had Zoo uh, Tycoon and Roller Coaster Tycoon and like uh, like what was it like Hospital Tycoon? Like these tycoon like management games. I like I fell into that rabbit hole hard. For a long time, like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, Zoo Tycoon, like I had a ton of fun with both those games. I have a ton of hours invested. Probably will never revisit them because I doubt they hold up, and I doubt they're as exciting as they were when I was the age that the you know that they were appropriate and when they were big. But uh, they were fun. I'll take your word for it. I think I tried playing one of the. Roller Coaster Tycoon games once, and I stopped playing it for like thirty minutes because if it was it bored the ever loving shit out of me. I don't know if I can stress enough. I hate fucking micromanaging anything. Like micromanaging's okay, but like I don't want to. I don't want to have to build my fucking game and then manage shit in the game. I just want to play a game. I mean, I can feel you there, but I mean, it was. This is just to kind of give you my setup at the time, my my room, right? So I had my desk, my computer at it, and then I had my TV with all my games. Like, it was all kind of... So I would play a game like Roller Coaster Tycoon, right? And while it's running its thing and doing some of the things that you have to wait for, like, I'd be playing, like, some Final Fantasy Tactics or some Final Fantasy Seven or whatever. Like, I'd be playing something on the TV and something on the PC at the same time. I did a lot of that. Like, I was doing that, that idle gaming before idle gaming was a thing. It was just, I was about to say, it sounds like you were mobile gaming before mobile gaming was I a thing. I was. I was, and maybe that's why I can't stand, like, shit like that as an adult, because I got the whole game for free, idle gaming on my PC. Now they want me to pay, like, to, to be able to do more than three actions in a day, and fuck you, no. I don't, and that's not how this works. So, you got any well, other well, genres? Um, yeah, how do you feel about rhythm gaming? Oh, I'm so bad at rhythm gaming. I played Guitar Hero for maybe five seconds. Anything musically oriented, I am terrible. Okay. I'm I mean, not doing it myself. I'm average. Like, I'm okay like with Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff. Uh, like, I would never claim to ever try to play that shit on hard mode or whatever. Um, I... Also, not very good at DDR, but I did play a hell of a lot of FFR on the computer. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, it was much easier to do with my fingers on the arrow keys than my feet on the fucking dance pads and shit. But uh, when I was in middle school and my freshman year in high school, I was friends with some people who, like, every fucking weekend, would every day of the fucking weekend, they'd go out to, I think it was Pistol Pete's. Uh, Pistol Pete's? Yeah, it's just some shitty fucking... Like, it's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese's pizza parlor thing for kids. There's arcade games everywhere. But they had legit games, unlike Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, so they'd go there, uh, play DDR there all the time. Like, invited me out once, and I just watched them. And they're like, you should play. And then I embarrassed myself. So I'm like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> so No thanks. Story time. Uh for I mean, because Guitar Hero, I do have a special place in my heart for Guitar Hero, uh, because right out of, out of high school, right, I fucked up my right knee pretty bad uh, playing backyard football with some some fuck nuts. I mean, like tore the ACL, MCL, chip cartilage, bruised bone, the whole nine. Had to have surgery on it. Okay, and when I'm out for the surgery, I can't walk around. There was one dude I was hanging out with around the time, uh, a fellow by the name of Josh. Funny enough, uh, that's also how I met Brittany, because uh, he was dating Brittany at the time. So, bit of an asshole. But, uh... Oh, y'all he, got along well then, huh? No, we were, we were great friends or whatever, and then, like, he treated her like shit, and that's kind of why we stopped being friends, because he was kind of an asshole, um, and I didn't care for that. Even though I, like, we were, like, I didn't, there was nothing there at the time. Like, I wasn't for years later. But at the at the time, I was like, man, you can't treat people like that. But that's a whole other story. And um, he brought Guitar Hero to the house because uh, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. He's like, hey, man, I got these, I found these secondhand Guitar Hero stuffs and a bunch of games. So I'm going to bring it over. We'll play it. And we played a ton of Guitar Hero. And he's like, you know what, man? I suck at this. You can have it. And he left guitar, the guitar, and like three or four of the games Damn. there, and just gave them to me because so I could have something to do. Because I wouldn't be able, to, I wasn't even going to be able to start physical therapy for like two months, right? So I was two months before I could, I could really be up and moving around. So I played just a shit ton of Guitar Heroes. About the time I also discovered like. Disgaea and Phantom Brave and games like that, and I played a lot of those at the same time, but there was a lot. I, played, I, I mean, I played a lot of Guitar Hero. Now, again, still not good at it, but it it, it always was. It, it'll always be something that I can look back on, like, oh yeah, no, I remember, I remember Bro Man giving me Guitar Hero and playing the shit out of it, laying on the futon for months, you know, because uh, that was my life at the time, so. Alright. Uh, Guitar Hero. You ever play anything like Beat Mania or something? Nope. That is that is literally the only rhythm game I've ever played because I think I've tried one or two others, like tried and realized how bad I am. Like, I mean, I barely come off easy on Guitar Hero. I'm just not good. I'm not good. Alright. I mean, well, I'm so- if, you're ever, if you're ever looking for something to play on your DS, Elite Beat Agents is pretty fun. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard a lot of the like uh, those rhythm games aren't aren't bad. Like they're they're fun. It's just I'm just scared to like spend money on something I know I'm gonna be bad at. You know? Yeah. It's like ah, man, I don't want to struggle through something like that. Um, 
So, what else you got? You got rhythm games? Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, that's about it that I could think of. Um, like I think I've said in the past, I have a sweet spot for flight sim games. Um, going all the way back to Top Gun on the NES, which I was bad at. Not a good game. Terrible controls. Don't play Top Gun on the NES. But it, it like intrigued me on a level that uh, sort of lived out. Now, not into those, you know, you set up the whole flight deck and you've got all the things in front of you. Like flying games. You know, like... Like Ace Combat and shit? Particularly Ace Combat. I have a ton of hours. I've played all the Ace Combats. I look forward to Ace Combat 7. Like, it's, it's, if it's something I could, I can afford to pre-order, I would. But I look forward to Ace Combat 7. I've played all of them. Ace Combat 5, so far being my favorite. Beat it 100%. Unlocked all the planes, did all the things. Um, so, those are surprising. Like, so, I, people see them, right? And you're like, ah, I'm flying games. That's for... No. These games are legitimate fun. Like, they're not... You know, you don't have to worry about micromanaging all the things like you're flying a real plane, okay? Like, it's not one of those... It's it's more an arcade... Arcade-y, like... Yeah. It's an arcade, three-dimensional shooter uh, type experience. And with, a like, that edge of future futuristic military thing that some people are into. But it's, it's a ton of fun... Um, yeah, I can't recommend Ace Combat enough. I think it's I think it's way underrated. I don't think enough people give Ace Combat a chance. Like it's 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 stupid fun. Let's see. Speaking what? of uh, flying games, have you how do you feel about shoot 'em ups? Because I love shoot 'em ups, but I know I'm fucking trash at them. It depends on like what type of shoot 'em ups we talking about. Well, because you got like like bullet hell, then you got more uh, like I don't know sedated versions like Raiden. Okay, so. Um, well, Raiden's probably my favorite series, but Galaga is my favorite, like, shoot 'em uh, up. No, Galaga, amazing. Love Galaga. Um, like, who was that one for the GameCube that's so hard? Ikaruga? Is that it? Yeah. Where you, you have the black and white things. Yeah, so that and, like, Bullet Hell games, like, I can play them. They're good for, like, 20 minute stints, right? If you're looking for something, I wish more of them were handheld. Or something I play on my phone because there's something I have fun with for like a 20 minute block because I'm with you not great at them I don't play them with any intention of beating them and it's just sort of like it's something to be like oh yeah do the thing right and that's about all I got on them like I'm not I tend to be better at the the uh, horizontal oh, yeah, like than the than the than the vertical ones I don't know why it could just be like the way my eyes and brain work, but I just tend to be better at the horizontal ones than the the vertical ones. Well, I almost feel like you get a little bit more reaction time out of uh, horizontal than yeah, vertical. Yeah, because you got more because screens are rectangular; they're not square. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever play Pocky and Rocky? That's probably also one of my favorite Pocky and shoot 'em ups. I don't think I have Super Nintendo. It's like a this little. Fucking shaman. I know that's not the right term, but this shaman girl and this fucking raccoon, and they just go through these places and fucking destroy Japanese monsters and shit. It's great. Sounds the shit out of that. And that's the cool thing with shoot 'em ups, though. Really, is that um, like sometimes you get these really weird and bizarre themes thrown on these things. Like the, the that it's such a narrow genre, but at the same time, it has so many 
weird little pockets in it. Mm-hmm. The shoot 'em up does, and so I mean, I think they're cool. I'm not good at them, and I don't have enough time. I, I mean, other than Galaga, like I don't have enough of them in my like collection or memory to say much about. Uh, I mean, I've played a lot. Like I've played some Toho. Uh, like I really like the Raiden series. Um, and there's a bunch of like weird ass ones. Like I feel like a new one comes every out every month. Oh yeah, you can find new Bullet Hell game. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I try not to play them anymore because I know getting like the one credit clear trophies will never fucking happen, and I hate marring up a profile because I'm a piece of shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but a piece of shit like that. Like uh, I got Death Smiles when it came out, and that was a cool horizontal one. Uh, a friend of mine and I got it together. We we called it uh, the Lolly Game because the characters like fucking eleven, twelve year old girls, and it's it is what it is. It was kind of fun. How about uh, beat 'em ups? How you feel about beat 'em ups? Um, I think they're okay. Like they made there's some pretty good ones like Castle Crashers. Uh, I liked Str- Streets of Rage is alright, but I think I liked Art of Fighting a lot more. I think that's the one. Uh. I think it's Art of Fighting. I have to look it up real quick. I played... Alright, so beat-em-ups to me have a, like, a sort of uh, shady history. Like, Streets of Rage is fine. Um, I played a lot of, like, what was it? Final... Not Final Fight. Uh, something 4 on the PS1. It's basically Streets of Rage. You pick things up and throw it. Um... Final four? No. Fatal four? No. I don't know what it was, but, uh, but I didn't... Wait, describe it again? Like, can you go any more in detail? What it it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up. You picked from four characters. Um, wasn't a very long game. It's very Streets of Ragey. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of... Like, one of the healing items was a soda. Like, you could beat up a vending machine and drink a soda to re- revive health. Oh, man, I can't fucking remember. Yeah, I can't help you there, but I did like the the arcade ones, the Simpsons and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones. Yeah, yeah. Those were fun. Um, shit, there was one I was just thinking of that I liked a lot, and I just fucking lost it. Damn. I feel like there's a genre we're missing, too, outside of this. Oh, the Alien vs. Predator one that was in the arcades was fucking awesome I don't think I ever shit. played that one. But I did oh, play the man. Alien vs. Predator RTS on the PS2, which is, in fact, garbage, but at the same time, it's, I don't know, it's this weird, it's a weird thing. First off, an RTS on a console should not, ne- you should, guys stop trying to make it, they well, needed like, to stop trying to make it work. Warcraft on 64 was fucking shit, too. Yeah, they, they really need to stop trying to make RTSs work on consoles, but uh, <laughs> the Alien AVP RTS was so weird, man, because, like... The aliens, playing as the aliens was cool because you you had so many and like you infected a human, you got one unit. You infected a cow, you got another unit. You infected a predator, you got a it's like everything you infected gave you a different type of unit. And then like the predators, like you just buy everything, so you only really ever had one unit. You're just going around killing things, ripping out skulls, and then using the skulls to buy things and make your thing. It was so weird, man. But it, it was. 
that's it interesting it's not good but it's interesting that's i mean if it if they it's one of those games where it's like you make this work then i'm down but this does not work my friend okay i'll have to look it up because i've never even heard of that before yeah i got it over there on the shelf somewhere i could probably find but it. i did think of some beat em ups i really like um the dungeons and dragon ones are pretty good the knights of the round is fucking awesome um Fuck, goddamn! There's another one that's uh, released on one of those Capcom collections. I can't fucking remember. It's fun as shit, but yeah, those bit of ups are pretty fun. I prefer uh, like the fan- more fantastical ones as opposed to like martial arts based, though. But it is what it is. It's Alien versus Predator Extinction by EA. I. I feel like there's no Aliens vs. Predator game or anything like that that's any fucking decent. No, and I guess the worst maybe Isolation is, or whatever. And the worst part is, like, it's not... There's not even a good AVP movie. And when you think about it, right, Alien... AVP in general should be fucking rad, right? Yeah. Like, it's two of the best, like, the coolest space horror movies of all time. Minus there's 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 a few better okay like I'm not I'm not saying it's the best, but like there's these two incredibly iconic space alien things, and you make them fight. What's fucking cooler than that, right? But nobody manages to make it cool. I don't know how. I guess it's because they always manage to make Predator like the good guy. Like they side with the humans versus the aliens instead of making it like a like a three way fight. I guess, but I don't know, man. Like, it's just... Like, I'm not really big on the lore, but aren't the Predators just fucking bounty hunters, essentially? Like, they just go no. and try to get the biggest trophy? Well, it's not get? bounty hunters. They're they're game hunters. They they just go out and hunt the best game. Yeah, same thing to me. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's not necessarily a bounty. It's more of a prestige. Well, you never really know. We don't speak their language. Maybe there is a bounty for these things, and they uh-huh. get paid. That's not what... I don't fucking know. That's... I'm just going I think I've that. seen like one movie, and I think I've seen like Predator fucking two with the, I think Donald Glover was in it. Uh, Danny Glover, I think not Donald Glover. What the fuck am I talking about? No, it's Donald. Uh, yeah, it's Danny Glover. Don Donald Glover is Charles Gambino. Uh, yeah, and it's D Glover. And that's all I remember. You can remember because because uh, the because the younger weapon. one the younger one makes the joke about his name is Don Don Glover, which is Dong Glover. That's how you remember. Oh, I, well, I've never watched that community. I don't really listen to, listen to Childish Cambino. So The other thing I remembered him from was when he was doing those fucking YouTube videos uh, with those other guys. Like, they were a comedy troupe. Before, I guess before he got famous, I'd seen some of his that stuff. But it's, it's just neither here nor there. It's here nor there. That's correct. Um, I mean, what are the, I feel like we're missing, like, a big genre, and I can't... Well, I'm trying to avoid RPGs because this is obviously what we're not talking about. Yeah, and that's and... the problem with like adventure or action games. Both of them flirt that RPG line a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, if we talk like pure action game, like, you know, Metal Gear Solid, I guess, which is an action stealth game. Just in general, um, I don't play a lot of stealth games. I think I get I get a little too impatient for a lot of the super stealthy titles. Um that's a good one. Card games. How about how about just like card games? Uh, well, like Magic the Gathering or video game card games. Like, there's plenty of them that are purely like video games. 
like card battle games, that kind of thing. Like, uh, uh, Pokemon fucking trading card game for the Game Boy Color was the fucking best. It's garbage. Don't play that. You're garbage. That shit was the fucking best. I played the shit out of that. Um, well, because I actually played the, 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 the Pokemon TCG, so that game confused me. I didn't really understand what was happening. Um, it, uh, like, Gwent, uh, you know, I think we've, I don't know. I don't really Gwent's, know. Gwent is, I think I like Gwent in The Witcher 3. More than its standalone then, game. Yeah, I tried to play in the standalone game, and I was like, the, it didn't have the same charm to it, I think. I don't know. It was something off-putting about it. Um, I've tried, I've tried lots of card game video games, and I'd rather just play a fucking card game in real life. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's something. It's it's more of a tactile, me in front of you type experience. Than anything else? Like I don't know about you know, just in general. I don't have. I don't play a lot of um, video card. How about puzzle games? You play a lot of puzzle games? Not anymore. I used to do like match threes a lot, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's really it for puzzle games. Like, uh, so Blaine talked about in a recent episode of theirs. They talked about he plugged his daughter loves Peggle. Peggle's a fun game. Um, played Columns a lot on the Genesis. That was fun. Uh, I was a big fan of Bubble Bobble, which is a weird game. Oh, Bubble Bobble's the shit. But Bubble Bobble is way fun. Like, you can lose so much time in Bubble Bobble because it's such a simple. Like I, I hesitate to say childish game because it gets hard. Yeah, it, well, it's got like that uh, cutesy demeanor to it, but then it, it'll push then it your shit savagely in. rapes your butthole, is what it does. It's like you get that guided fucking. Uh, it'll tell you where your ball is gonna go thing for like the first couple levels, and then you're like, so you don't need this anymore, right? And you're like, no. Then you get game over. You put a new credit in, and you, you get it back for a game. You're like, okay, this is great, and then it's fucking gone again. You're like, I hate you. Dr. Robotnik's is actually really fun. Um, Anderson put it in Twitch chat. I, I, I had never played it before, but I played it on the Genesis collection on the PS4. And that's an intense game. That's nuts. Because it's essentially almost like a like a match three Tetrisy Dr. Mario type game. But you're also playing against an uh, opponent. So as they get stuff, more stuff comes down on your side. So it kind of escalates to like this crazy level of uh, it's nonsense. A, essentially Puyo Puyo, right? I think so. I don't. I'm not familiar with Puyo Puyo. There was a Kirby version I played a lot. But yeah, Doctor Robotnik's. I played that on the Genesis Collection, and that is well. So like, great A. Is the gameplay like you get? the different things and then when you match them up they kind of merge together then you get match three and they yeah or four and, and they then, pop yeah yeah then the the they go on the other side yeah it's all kind of the same but I think yeah, those are fun Puyo Puyo is originator or some shit okay but I did like uh, Dr. Mario a lot Dr. Mario's fun yeah no I mean uh I played more than I would like to admit Tetris on the Game Boy because it's just one of those, like every Game Boy ever came with a, a cartridge of Tetris, right? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, something to play on the toilet, right? Just doing your thing, and you end up sitting on the toilet for too long, and your feet go numb. You know, that's fucking Tetris for you. Not me. I played like maybe like thirty minutes of Tetris, and then I had also gotten the Kirby's Dream Land at the same time. Oh, well, it's good. That fucking shit out, pop Kirby in. That's that's. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, Kirby's Dream Land is awesome. So. 
Um, I'm trying, I feel like I'm missing a huge, like, I, I'm not bringing up any fighters because I'm bad at them. Like, and I like, oh, yeah, I, I like silly fighters. Like I pissed Blaine off talking about Clay Fighter on the SNES <laughs> uh, collection because it's stupid and I enjoyed it. Um, but I mean, it's just, I mean, if I, any fighter is going to, I mean, my most experience with fighters is Mortal Kombat. Like. I had Mortal Kombat 1, 2, I played 3, probably 4, and then like I, I played a lot of the ones that had the weird story mode that you went through, where it was like you went around a 3D, 3D it was almost RPG-esque story mode, I played those okay. a lot, uh, but I mean, it's not, like I don't go, oh boy, a new fighter, like I'm not out buying every new fucking fighter that comes out, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat as well, but I am really into anime fighters like Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. I like Soul but Calibur. I, I played a lot of Soul trash. Calibur. I'll tell you one thing about Soul Calibur. Fuck Maxi. He's a piece of shit. Worst character in the fucking game because I could be doing okay and then Ryan would be like, hey, you want to play? I'm like, sure. And then he picks fucking Maxi Pad and whoops my ass 30 fucking times in a row. This game's bullshit. Fuck Soul Calibur. Fuck Maxi. Fucking nunchuck piece of shit, motherfucker. Um, I know I've spoke. Uh, we probably already. I guess it could have covered it in like sports games or whatever. But uh, I've spoke before my my love with the Tony Hawk uh, games. Not the not the phone call, but the like one through like the first underground Tony Hawk's underground like I played all of those loved them the new one's supposedly shit like it's just something they put out incomplete like garbage um visual novel games like uh I guess he he alright so Anderson's using Phoenix Wright in his example of a novel game but I don't know if is that do they play like a novel game I thought they were more RPG-esque no, I think they're like a visual novel because you just got to oh, make no. choices, a lot of talking, find items, yeah, and you got to be like present your evidence or some shit. Point and click. I'm a huge fan of point and click, like Shadowrun, uh, Uninvited, uh, boy, uh, Monkey Island. These are all great. Point and click games are amazing, and yeah. I think I think Tell Telltale, um, which is kind of like halfway between that point and click and visual novel. Which I think they're more point and clicky than they are visual novel. I think they took that point and click genre and made something new out of it. Um, I'm still enjoying. Uh, I don't know. I would still say they're visual novel because, like, you get a bunch of. Yeah, you spend more shit. time in the talking portions than you, you do in the portion. selecting. Yeah, but it's really like a, the things you, the point and click you get is you click on some shit until you find the thing That's that fair. continues the, the 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 visual novel plot thing or whatever. I mean that's great, but I mean I don't know. So visual novels, the the Telltale, they're doing good stuff. Um, so what about twin stick shooters? Oh, I'm so bad at those. Like I don't even consider those in a in a half beat. Like I I'm just not. I understand which. No, I don't play twin stick shooters. I played a shit ton of Total Carnage. Really? That game, it's fucking bonkers. I guess it's like the sequel to Smash TV. Mm-hmm. But I never played Smash TV, but uh, whenever I think of Total Carnage, all I can remember 
is like when you grab running shoes or whatever the fuck they're called, like your character like giggles like a fucking schoolgirl, and it's the craziest fucking thing. I can't really think of anything we've missed. I mean, there's obviously games in each of those things we didn't talk about. Like, uh, I mean, you got games like Harvest Moon, which I am a, I would say a slightly above average fan of. I'm not a diehard fan of Harvest Moon, but I do enjoy them. Um, you know, the, the one of my favorite Sega Genesis games we haven't brought up is Toe Jam and Earl, and that's just another platformer. Um, Speaking of Toe Jam and Earl, there's a new. Uh, is it? There's either a remaster. I think there's a remaster coming out of one of the the games. Is long. All right. So, I'm a fan of the one that. So everyone talks about Return to Planet Funkatron, which is number two, and that's your standard side-scrolling platformer, and that's the one everybody wants to talk about because for the longest time it was the rare. The first uh, one's the isometric thing, right? Yes, and that's the one I like because you basically go level to level, basically climbing up essentially a, a tower of these planetary floating islands um to find pieces of a spaceship like that's it's it's really simple you uh you pick up boxes of gifts that have random shit in it that help you do the, your thing there's no real fighting it's a lot of avoiding and moving around and it's it's a weird game but just i, I don't know like i just fucking it, like i could I I guess for me, Toe Jam and Earl specifically is more of a nostalgic thing than anything because I played a ton of it as as a kid, and even now, like if I put it in, like load it up on an emulator, if I load it up in the Genesis collection, like I can just sit there and play it and not really make a ton of progress, really. But I'm just having a blast man just moving around it's got this weird 90s aesthetics weird 90s like music like it is so just it's 90s as fuck man like even the loading screen is just like these flashing bright colors with triangles and squiggles you know that stupid 90s pattern that i'm talking about yeah. like and it's just doing this this weird it's so weird man and i just i don't know I dig the fuck out of it. And I'm probably one of a handful of people that love it the way I do. But uh I would assume so. Like I remember running it one time from this fucking game store and then I never rented it again. I did rent rent a lot of uh claymates though, I think was what it was called, where you're like this clay blob or some shit and then you can transform into random animals hmm. and it's a platformer. Never <clears throat> Uh, I thought it was kind of fun. I don't remember what the fuck like you're supposed to do in the game, but so I mean we've been through each of the genres and things we like uh, in each of them. Is there one? All right, so obviously we do this show, right, guys? Like this is we talk about RPGs month after month. Every other week we're in here talking about RPGs. This is the first time we're not talking about RPGs, and that is God's honest truth. Our first um go to right like is is an rpg right like if i if i want to play a game nine times out of ten i'm going to pick up an rpg to play it if there is a go-to outside of rpg for you what would that be like a genre, uh, like if, you, if you're like in a store you go down the aisle there's no rpgs that you don't already own what's the next genre aisle you're going to uh turn-based strategy rpgs 
like Final Fantasy Tactics era. So because they're distinct from RPGs in their own way. Okay, they are also you also have everything in that aisle. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Um, it's really tough for me. Uh, lately, I would probably say uh, something really like a floaty shooter, okay. like Doom. Okay. Like I like the hell of Doom, so I would. But that's uh, that's kind of like a one-off thing. Like I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited for Doom Eternal, but I don't know that I'm excited for any other FPSs. Okay. So it's probably a bad idea to say that. Um. I don't know. If, I guess I'd have to say a platformer of some type. But that's kind of iffy. It's either that or a fighting game. Okay. Um, what about you? I'd probably go straight for some sort of uh, platformer as well. But there's... I I don't know. Like I also might look at some, some racing games, which Anderson brings up. Like I'm a huge fan of Burnout. Burnout's a great, great series, but again, that's taking your standard type thing and adding this arcade esque element to it. Um, but I'd probably, I don't own a lot of FPSs, and so recently I've been picking up a lot more, um, especially ones that are starting to fall in the cheap. And so I'd probably go to something like an FPS, like what's something I can pick up and play um, type FPS, and that's probably what I'd go for honestly Um, because it's one of those things that I find when I'm playing more FPS's like they're 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 a good game to hone in those twitch reflexes without without making me angry right because like if you got a lot of these challenging uh, platformers coming out right and that's not the best place to hone those skills because you're just gonna get frustrated but an FPS is a good place to hone those those twitch skills those twitch uh Twitch muscles, because I don't I don't get frustrated when I die in a shooter, for some reason. Like it doesn't bother me as much. Who knows? Maybe that's just a me thing. Maybe I feel like I get more frustrated dying in a shooter because usually it's from like some random ass bullshit. It feels like like oh this grenade came out of nowhere and suddenly its explosion radius is more than it has been before and I get one shot or like you poke your head around a corner and some dudes there and they just blow your ass away. Whereas, like, in a platformer, I feel like when I die, it's more my fault. Okay. And so I I can... There's a level of improvement that can be made uh, as opposed to having to deal with some randomness. Okay. Um, so, all that's wrapped up. I, I guess that really covers... I don't think there's a whole lot to add on some of our favorite non-RPGs. We've been at it for long enough. Um... I will. I do have this to add. Uh, one of our friends over at the RPG Golden Years, Bill, aka Matunica, is doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke challenge. Have you heard of these Nuzlocke challenges? Yep. Okay. It's well, where you only get to capture the first Pokemon mm-hmm. you see in an area, and you have to name it or some shit. If they die, you can't heal them. If they die, you gotta get rid of them or whatever. Okay. Right? Well, he's also he's added the charity aspect to what he's doing, and. I just thought I would give him a little shout out for it here. It's uh, it's for the Motor Neuron Disease Association, so he's got a Just Giving page essentially set up for it, and you can get all that information over at um, their YouTube channel. It's RPG GY RPG Golden Years or JustGiving.com forward slash RPG GY M N D A, which is Motor 
neuron disease ocean i'm gonna put links for all of it in the youtube and podcast uh, podcast post um it's cool he's doing something for charity so i just thought i'd i'd give him a little a little shout out here um you know all those kind of problems in around the brain it sucks so make sure you you go check that out plus those like challenges are fun to watch people struggle at um so uh we already talked about where you're at in fire emblem after fire emblem we're still good on kingdom hearts right because i'm already 13 hours in so please tell me we're good no no we're not good (sighs) damn it yeah it's fine all right cool you can uh, so you take you can pick whatever after kingdom hearts one choices are you you buying dragon quest 11 i can by the time i've beat uh, kingdom hearts i assume i could buy dragon quest 11 there should be a problem if that's if, I'll give you time to think on it. Like, don't decide now because that's like you know, still a ways well, away. I plan on playing it. So, right, if you can... play it for the show, then great. If not, then I'll have to judge that with whatever. All right, else. well, that's that's fine. So, like I said, uh, you don't have to settle in it now. But if it's once that you want it to be Dragon Quest Eleven, we can Dragon Quest Eleven, no problem. Um, let's see. So I think that'll wrap us up. If you want to visit our home on the web. It's at therpgshow.com. There's links to our Discord there. That's where all the cool stuff happens, guys. So if you're not on Discord, we got a lot of new people coming to the Discord lately, which is weird. That's fine, but it's weirding me out how many regular people are coming, uh, how many new people are regular coming into Discord. So um, be sure to head over there, check out that link, join the Discord. It's fun times, man. Fun times. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the RPG Podcast. You can send us an email podcast the rpg show.com you can facebook is at the rpg show uh, leave us a rating and review on itunes each one counts and we love you for it so uh you have anything else to add there nick yep if you are a fan of trails the series the rpg series trails trails of whatever don't you're not welcome to the discord we have too many of these people already. We don't need to fucking blow the fuck up. Oh my gosh. Don't even bother coming. Now I'm just fucking around. Uh, yeah, so. Crazy. Well, I guess until next time, Nick, say bye, everybody. Uh, bye, everybody.